folks, you are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cup on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in sunny Southern California. That guy out there is Matt Metris in Rochester, New York. Matt and I have the distinct pleasure of dissecting and tasting and, 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 and ruminating about Brujo Mezcal. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are watching us in the UK and in Europe, you, you might be very familiar with this brand. It was one of the first ones to actually go across the pond, or I don't know, I guess when, and when it comes to Mexico, you just go across, you know, that way. Um, but the, to, to, uh, to Europe, and, it's, and it was a, for a long time, it was a European brand only, and now they're making their way back into the United States, which is final, great for us, I'm happy. Mm. Um, uh, it, it, I keep mentioning that Matt and I did a, a review of Barril once, and it was the weirdest thing because, uh, unbeknownst to me, there were more than one variety, and uh, it wasn't until Matt and I were on camera. And you can find that review, by the way, on our YouTube channels. It was pre-beard. Uh, pre-beard, yeah. You were still that baby. You still had that baby look. On, you know, that, you know, not that grizzled old man look like he's got now, right? Five years later. Yeah, right. All that. <laughs> That gray hair. We're a couple. We're about five years older now at this point. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't have this too. I didn't have that gray beard. But anyway, um, they, unbeknownst to us, they sent us two different bottles. And I had a Pechuga, and Matt. I think you just had the Espadine, if I'm not I mistaken. Yeah, I had number one. Yeah. Yeah, I had number one, and I, I must, have, I had that number two, which was weird. Which sounds like I'm going to the bathroom. Did you have number one or number two? <laughs> now we're going number three. Number number three. Don't ask. <laughs> Some beautiful bubbles here. You seeing that on the? Yeah, look at that. Oh my gosh, yeah. two bubbles. Mm -hmm. uh, this one is a barril only. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been through number one was only Espadín, which is uh, state grown. The second one was as uh, was uh, uh, Espadín uh, and and barril. It was a medley, plus it was a pechuga. Uh, however. On Matt's label, it didn't say Pechuga on it, but it had the same master distiller. So I don't know what's up. Because I, I, I mentioned that I wasn't getting that that mm -hmm. heavy that heavy you know chicken flavor that I got the first time. That I, the reason I remember that first time is because it was the first time I'd ever had Pechuga, because I could never get any from from Del Maguey. It was the only one you could get. And when I finally tasted that Pechuga, which I still had like a swallow left. In, in storage here and that chicken just comes right through you know and I wasn't getting that in in this one turns out Matt's label and my label don't match mm -mm. Uh, mine not. says yeah mine says uh, oh let me turn that over it says pechuga yours does not does not same distiller though yeah same guy so uh, I'm not sure if there was a mix-up in the labels or what was going on. I, I, it's still beautiful. I'm not, I'm not going to complain. You know, it's, it's good. Whatever. I, I'm going to pour this one in another Stasso Jarrito for mezcal. Uh, this was kind of the older ones, the prototype with the heavier base on it. I got another Denver and Lily agave glass. Wow! Look at you, all fancy. Oh, look at the bubbles. Mm -hmm. You know. Each one of these, every time we pour it, lingering bubbles in your glass. That not a not a sign of definite quality, but it's a good sign, boys and girls. Uh -huh. This is this is nice. 
And and with these glasses, these Harito glasses, or or even yours for that matter, those new ones, I'm gonna have to cave in and get one of those. Yeah, nice, uh, super wide chimney on this, which is why I grabbed them for the mezcal. Uh, it's a good idea because uh, uh, my one of my favorites prior to the Harito was the Glencairn um, Canadian whiskey blended glass, which you may have seen me use. It's, it's a huge wide mouth, but uh, it just needs a little bit, just a splash. And you get everything. It just comes right up to greet you. So um, this one, again, uh, none of these were crystal clear. No, they have a nice shimmer, nice reflectivity to it. Yeah. But they're not, like, shiny. You know, they're, they're not shiny. It's, uh -huh. it's, a, uh, it's definitely uh, – and I, I'm okay with that. I, I don't want anybody to filter out my – I don't want uh, – although I've had them. I've had a, um, I've had a, uh, a mezcal cristalino, which was very well done, by the way. But um, it's not, it's not necessary, you know. What, uh, the impurity, what, what might seem like an impurity to, to the tequila crowd, is actually what you look for, for the for the mezcal people who are who are big fanboys. Um, so anyway, oh yeah. Much deeper, mm -hmm. much deeper plant completely. It's not as bright as it is with an espadine. I think it's a, it's it a, is. It's, yeah. it's a heavier nose. Heavier, yeah, I was going to use the word muted, but yeah, it's it's deep. But it's there. It's just a different different type of vegetal that we are, you know, when we think, you know, espadine and blue weber, we have a, a that memory locked in our head. And this is different, but it's it's beautiful. Yes. It's it's deeper and and it carries a, again carrying enough alcohol just to just to present it, uh, and and some of these you know, barrel uh, I I think in the previous uh, description Matt you mentioned the barrel is about uh, over ten years old. Ten years, yeah. Yeah, uh, barrel can grow as as old as twenty or thirty years, and those are you know when they grow in the wild like that that the the earthiness and the flavor just yeah. amazing they can but, be monstrous too they're they're big plants oh yeah they're huge they're big and and this guy is also 10 years as well on the agave so okay and we're still looking at 46 abv correct i believe so yep yep 46 all right Getting a little bit more alcohol in this one, definitely. Yeah, not not overwhelming though, especially yeah. given the ABV. Well, the I, you know these are all dipped in wax, so there's no there's no there's no leakage, no escapage. You know it it it's going to take a while for it to open up. We just I just perforated this wax. I mean yeah. I didn't open it, and Matt did too. So uh, Matt likes to peel his wax off. I like to make. The, Perforation. Well, I didn't have a knife in here, so I had to improvise. They keep all the sharp objects away from you, right? That's, true. That's by court except, order, though. Except, <laughs> except for your tongue. Oh, okay. Shots fired. <laughs> it's almost a sweetness at the bottom. Have you noticed that? Yep. Yep. Wow, I don't think I've ever, I've ever experienced that with a, with a barril. There's a. Mm -hmm. A definite sweetness. The the papery, you know, the older the barrel, the more of the woodsy notes that I get. The papery notes. I think uh, Ricea does that for me. 
uh, the plants that they use for the ricea. But this one's got some sweetness down at the center. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to get in there. Yeah, let's let's dive in. Let's do it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. 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 Oh, that's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is all plant, man. There's, there's, it's so, so nice. And it, as it moves around your mouth, you get hints of other, you know, um, more of a, like an espadine, but at the beginning and the end was, was exactly how it smells. Translates right to the taste. Yep. A little it's, bit of pepper, but man, that is, that's solid and clean. Super clean. Yeah. Um, the finish is, I'm surprised as, 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 as it, the, it explodes at mid-palate, I mean, probably right at the beginning. I'm not even going to go mid-palate. I mean, it's right, right at the intake. But the finish, I, th I thought it was going to finish longer. Yeah, really but short. Short, short to medium. Yeah. How do they? How do these guys do that? It's like, because, you know, it, if you hold it in your, in your mouth and, and you're going to sip and savor it, you know, it feels like it's going to finish really aggressively and, it Especially at forty six percent, you would ex you expect to feel that a little bit all the way down, but yeah, yeah, because we have, you know, uh, Matt and I have had several now at this point, and some even some of the eighty proofs, if they're you know, whoever's making it and wherever it's coming from, because uh, that makes a difference. You know, the finish will be longer. This one, and see, that's where I'm telling you, the guys who make this stuff, they're they're especially if they're wild harvesting or if they're you know small producers. Don't judge them by the way they look or the way the bottle looks. You've mm -hmm. got to try the juice because the juice that comes from these people is exquisite. It's elegant. It's a sipper. You don't even want to put this in a cocktail. You're, you'll lose it. You'll, I mean, you could, but why? Why would right. you do that? You don't want to take away, like you take the spotlight off of what's going on here and, and by adding anything to it. I think this it's perfect the way it is. Yeah. It, well, I mean... Mescals in and of themselves, depending on the plant or how they're making it, or if it's a, a medley or, a, or an ensemble, um, it's like a cocktail in your glass already anyway. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. Um, what do we know about a price point for this one? Uh, 70 bucks. Worth every penny. Yep, absolutely. Worth every penny. You could do two of these and you would be satisfied. I, I, I told, I've told this to all my all our tasters and and I've said it before that for some reason with mezcal, especially at the any agave spirit besides tequila, uh, at higher proofs and sometimes lower proofs, but mostly higher proofs are way more satisfying. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't go through a bottle of mezcal as quickly as I do maybe a bottle of tequila. It just, you know, two of those and you're satisfied. It's like it's a difference between I like to compare it to like milk chocolate and dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. You know, you want something sweet after dinner, but you don't want that milk chocolate, you know, that uh, you take a, 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 I don't know, square of dark chocolate, anything over 65 uh, cacao. And the dar the darker it is, the less you the less you need. It takes that that edge mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, One of the things I love about mezcal is, is the, the options for the palate are just so much larger than, you know, what we expect out of a standard tequila, right? There's such a small range of what 
we want tequila to taste like what we expect it to taste like when we expanded in mezcal there's just so many different directions it can go and this is you know a great example of that well for those of you who are really into mezcal uh tequila aficionado does have the uh the mezcal tasting journal uh which which has its own flavor and aroma wheel it was mm -hmm. developed by uh alvin starkman and uh, actually um uh the gentleman in, uh who's responsible for scorpion mezcal they're they're really great friends and they took it upon themselves to dissect um the flavors and aromas from mezcal and you should say, if you think the tequila wheel is crazy mm -hmm. that that aroma wheel the mezcal aroma wheel will blow you away it is it is well worth it if you folks are really into the want to dissect the mezcal as much as you, you some of the guys on the tequila side of it do so because I gotta tell you, we break everything down from sometimes region, hand of the maker, the plant, whether it's a medley, a, a pechuga. You can't lump all these together. You can't. Not even, not even espadín from the same region because it'll come from a different town. Mm -hmm. And you know, everybody, the the microclimate and the terroir are very well translated with these plants. More so, I think, than the. Than the uh, you know the the cloned uh, blue agave, it, it's 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 losing its um. The, the more they they clone the agave, the the, the quicker they lose their uh, uh, their identity. Let's put it that way, and I think that's why people are merging to mezcals. And you and I have had bacanoras, and you know Alex and I have had all kinds of ricias this year. I mean, this is the uh, oh, and of course sotol, one of my favorites. I Mine mean, too. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, definitely explore if you're looking to expand, like Matt said, expand your palate. Do it, because once you get those into your into your olfactory senses and your flavor profile, if you ever run across a tequila that's got some unusual flavor notes, you'll be able to pick it out. You'll go, wait a minute, I've had this before. I think it's that wet cement that I had in that mm -hmm. espadín, you know, years ago or whatever. Um, anything else we need to say? Uh, let me see about the. Uh, see if i can get the name of the maker again we we would we would snap the uh, qr code if we could but all we're getting is a 404 um uh yeah the the crm or comma cam or whatever you guys are calling yourselves get your act together okay because um this is a joven from san, Mar san martin la chila la chila in uh, oaxaca and the uh, Maestro Mezcalero is uh, Felix Santiago. And 100% uh, Maguey Barril. Mm -hmm. ah, ten, 10 years aged, um, uh, plant age, and standard conical oven, uh, Tejona wheel, copper still, double distilled. Fermented in cypress wood, so that's a little different than the other two. That ah, uh, cypress wood, okay. See that makes a difference too, folks. Mm -hmm. It does. Everything, everything that they do to this plant in the process affects the final outcome. And wow, that's amazing, Cypress. And I'll tell you what, uh, I'll give you a really quick example. The uh, the reposado uh, that we got from uh, Australia. You know what kind of wood they use? Eucalyptus. Oh, koala. And <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing was it's the, high quality. Yeah, well, what you know, eucalyptus grows everywhere in Australia, right? In Southern California, they use it primarily as windbreak 
it, you know, they, they planted along the, if anybody's traveled along the 10 freeway going west or east, you've seen them, you know, going, going past Fontana and those areas there, because I used to live in that area. And it's just windbreak. But that's all eucalyptus. And the funny thing is, uh, Felipe and I, when we were tasting it, we said, there's something minty mm. at the tail end. We couldn't pick it out. We couldn't pick it out. And then um, I think we looked at the website or something, and we saw that they use eucalyptus wood. It's like, ah, that explains it. That's what that's what ties it all up and makes it Australia's, you know. Uh, so it'll be interesting to find out what what the, the blue agave version will taste like uh, once it comes out in about two or three years. So we're mm -hmm. we're hopefully on that short list to receive, and then maybe even, you know, like Matt said, he wants to take one for the team and and go out there and research. Uh, take a field trip. Take a field trip. Yeah, you're not going without me though, because <laughs> you know they got. They, Again, everywhere that that uh, that this plant grows and where it grows, everything affects it. You know, the Great Barrier Reef, if it's close to the ocean, if it's you know, we've had we've had exquisite stuff from New Zealand this year, and and the problem with New Zealand is that it's so lush that that these plants do way better when they're stressed. You know, these are more the the longer they stay in the ground and the longer they're they're not watered. You know that they don't get the average rainfall and things like that. The better off you are when it comes to the final product. Um, that's not to say that that product wasn't that product is indicative indicative of New Zealand as well. So, kudos to Brujo, man. That's a, you know, again, Brando Promise nominee. Mm -hmm. Boom! In the that Brando Promise, I really got to get you that ice cream stick. <laughs> I'll, I'm just gonna tape the ice cream stick to this piece of paper. So there you go. Why don't you do that? That that'll rather it'll be kind of floppy and flimsy, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is our shoestring budget at Tequila Aficionado. Hey, we have no budget, okay, folks. Uh, so anybody who wants to take Matt and me to Australia, let us know ahead of time because I got a passport. I ain't afraid to use it, uh, and I am fully vaccinated. And mm -hmm. by that point. I just I just renewed my global entry this week, so we're good to go. Oh, there you go. You're good. Dave. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, you have been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cup on Tequila Aficionado Media and all of our channels and networks. This is Brujo Mezcal number three. Get it. Whatever you do, this is uh, so far the line has been a really fine example of what is available from each of the plants. This is, this is a great palette to learn about mezcal. So you can pick out your favorite plant and then go from there, because that's mm -hmm. what's going on with right now with a lot of the uh, uh, mezcal folks who are merging, migrating from tequila to mezcal. They're finding their favorite lines, they're finding their favorite regions, they're finding their favorite plant, and they're going bananas. And so this right here, that this is your this is your box of Crayola crayons with all mm -hmm. this, all the basic colors. This is it right here. And you got the wax too. Well, yeah, exactly, except you can't color with it because it'll just crumble in your hands. Uh, I'm Mike Corrales here in Southern California. That guy out there is Matt Metris in Rochester, New York. You've been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our channels and networks. Please subscribe What you know, wherever you are, if you're watching us on YouTube or even on the, on the podcast, Spotify. Hey, download it wherever you're getting your podcast. Uh, hit the notification bell because we do – stream the first of the month you get to stream every episode from the month before 
Um, follow Matt on his Instagram. Follow TA, Tequila Aficionado, on his Instagram. Follow me on my Instagram, uh, at Tim Burrell. And whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>